Welcome to Mindfully Meg. I'm Meg. Here I'll be discussing everything and in between related to the journey to a higher self. Self with a capital S. I'd like to call today's episode Waking Up the 1%. And when I say that, I'm not talking about waking up in the physical sense, but waking up in the spiritual consciousness sense. I guess you could say this is also one of the many reasons motivating me of why I wanted to start down this podcast journey. I wanted in some way to contribute to the 1%. And you're probably asking, what 1% is she talking about? What 1% is she referencing? Well, I'll talk today about one yogi in particular, Maharishi. And I'll start out with a quote from him. If world peace is to be established, peace in the individual must be established first. Transcendental meditation directly brings peace in the individual life. So I'll say that again. If world peace is to be established, peace in the individual must be established first. That's a pretty good insight, right? So Maharishi was brought to my attention from my spiritual counselor. I will talk about her probably repeatedly throughout many episodes. And so when we look at Maharishi, he was an Indian yoga guru. And at the time, it was to believe he had influenced the music of the Beatles during their popular period. Um, they did have a falling out and are no longer were no longer together. But anyways, regardless, Maharishi was known for developing and popularizing transcendental meditation and creating what is known to be the Maharishi effect. The Maharishi effect is that he believed if just 1% of the population practiced transcendental meditation, it could improve the quality of life of the surrounding community and the population as a whole. I'll give you another quote from him. Governments have tried to stop crime through punishment throughout the ages, but crime continued and the past punishment remains. Crime can only be stopped through a preventative approach in schools. You teach the students transcendental meditation right away, and they'll begin using their full sensible brain and not get sidetracked on the wrong things. So let's stop and pause for a second Governments have tried to stop crime through punishment through the ages. Crime has continued regardless that the past punishment still remains. So if the punishment isn't really working, what else can we be doing? So call me crazy, but with everything that's happened in the last few years in the world, I think there is room now for these types of conversations 
and to improve a positive sense of community. So that's what Transcendental Meditation is about, a preventative approach to positively impact the community. It is a 20-minute meditation some people do every single day. But regardless, this episode, I want you to realize, if you haven't already, that the power of your thoughts is incredible. Your prayers, your well wishes, our consciousness, and that power of meditation, it is real and it does have an impact. So what is Transcendental Meditation? It is a meditation detaching oneself from anxiety, promoting harmony, self-realization, happiness, and bliss. And it is just allowing the mind to flow and its natural instinct into greater and greater happiness. That is a natural progression, in case you were wondering, to gain this bliss consciousness. It is a meditation that uses a mantra or a suitable sound. And this is usually chosen by the leader. So TM is usually taught by someone that is trained specifically in TM. So unfortunately, I will not be giving a guided meditation on TM because I am not certified to do so. But regardless, I can kind of teach you high level of what the practice is. So it gives us a word, and the word typically is meaningless. It doesn't have meaning because the idea is not to get your head thinking about the meaning behind the word. So if I give you a word that you know has meaning, you're going to be thinking about that the entire time and the experiences associated to it. So the idea that there isn't kind of frees your mind. So you just experience the sound of that word and then the word starts to get a little subtle and a little subtler until the thought is no more. And the person is just experiencing this bliss consciousness as just a bliss state of being. And when people feel this bliss or this happiness, they tend to exude this positive energy. And then, right, we're so positive, feeling great. We positively move throughout the community. So TM is actually this simple, natural, effortless. It's not a meditation where you're forcing yourself to be without thought or consciously forcing stuff. It is a silent technique. You do it with your eyes closed. And for those of you that are a little worried, it is not a philosophy. It is not a belief. It is not a change in lifestyle. It is a simple form that anyone can do. So I also looked into this through Bob Roth. He's pretty popular on the topic and he will refer you a lot to tm.org. But he has this great ocean analogy. 
So if you're looking at the ocean, you see these waves crashing repeatedly, continuously, just chaotic on the top, on the surface. It's loud. It's moving constantly. This is an example of our active mind. And then when you look at the ocean past the waves, you go a little deeper and a little deeper you start to see where the ocean is actually really calm, really still. And that's our inner calm. And that's what we get to experience in this type of meditation. And whether you believe it or not, this calm state is already in everyone. We just need to access it. So we start to get quieter levels of thought And as we get quieter and quieter, deeper in the ocean, we get to the source of thought, which is this pure conscious calm, as explained by Bob Roth. Your mind just gets to these levels, and when it gets to that calm state of thought, it starts to show up in the body. The calmness will show up in the body, and it is almost the same amount of rest that our deepest sleep shows. So when we are in our deepest sleep, imagine this, getting your deepest sleep in 20 minutes of meditation, how incredible. But when we do this, it eliminates stress, right? And anxiety. And in our deep sleep, the body repairs itself. In the same way, TM has shown to reduce cortisol levels sometimes as much as 30%, Bob Roth says in this tm.org, in these studies. And when we are less stressed as adults, we make better decisions. And children start doing better in school. There is an increase in serotonin, our happiness feeling. And if we're all walking around a little less stressed and a lot happier... Just imagine what kind of world we would be in. Imagine what kind of world we would have, especially how crazy it is now. Okay, so now back to the Maharishi effect. There are real studies, real research on this effect and the impact it has in the communities. So they did this in multiple cities, and you can look this up for yourself. Through these experiments, on average, just on average, when Maharishi, with the members of the surrounding community, practiced TM every day, they saw a 16% reduction in crime rate. Remember, that's 1% of the community meditating together. And they got 16%. Now, some of you might say 16%, that's not really that much. But if you look at it to today, look at our current government, look at the local law enforcement, have they had that much impact in your surrounding community? I mean, I'm looking at these major metropolitans. I live in a huge city and in some areas, crime is actually going up and they would appreciate a 16% reduction. But it is something to think about, that this proactive, positive approach could have an impact. 
that we don't have to wait until it's too late. So I guess this is why I started this podcast too. This is my own little part in contributing to this 1% to positively affect the planet, to positively move the needle, right? And just whether this is a new insight for you, I'm happy that I got to share it with you. Or whether it's already existing and you knew about it, let us all work on it together, right? So imagine if just 1% of the population had this impact, what does that look like globally? What does that effect look like? (laughs) So last time I googled, there was 7.9 billion people on the planet. 7.9 billion souls. Think about that in souls for just a second. That's a lot of lost people. That's a lot of people that need help. And that's a lot of loving people. So 1% of 7.9 billion is 79 million people. 79 million souls. And that sounds like an incredibly large number, right? But if we put it into perspective, the U.S. population has just over 332 million people. 332 million. That's it. The U.S. Here we are. And so what is 79 of that 332 Check my math, but that gets us to just around 23, 24% would get us to the whole world, the whole population. So if one in every four Americans would practice TM and would get us to the 1%, we could positively shift the momentum of the planet. We could create this positive place even more, right? Now, the fact that are we really going to get one in four Americans to do this? No, right? So that's why it's 1% of everyone on every continent, 1% in every area, 1% in every city, every country. We can do it. So how beautiful of a world that we could create, just 1% of us. So much so that this trend caught on and there is actually a worldwide day of meditation and it takes place on May 21st every year, I believe. I think it's on the 21st this year too. But that's something to think about. Maybe it's something you'd like to participate in this year. I will send a little gentle reminder out as it gets closer. But regardless, I wanted this episode just to... make you aware that every thought that you have has power behind it. Every positive thought you say, every time you say to someone, oh, I'll pray for you, or hey, good luck, I hope that goes well for you. You are putting it out there to the universe and together we are doing better. It is doing something when you say that. It does something. You have to believe it. So another great insight I got on this topic for positively thinking, positively impacting each other was from this book by Deepak Chopra. 
and it's in the chapter called The Law of Giving. So I will eventually link the books that I'll put out there so that you have a whole list of the names of books that I reference. But in this book, uh, the chapter for the law of giving, giving and receiving, he says, anytime that you come into contact with anyone, you must give them something. And now Deepak isn't talking about something physically every single time or something monetarily. He's talking that it could just be something as simple as a kind smile, a compliment, a hug, words of advice, a prayer. It can be a physical gift if you want it to, something small, cute little flower, cute little note. Just whatever you're doing, make sure people feel good in your presence. People feel good energy. That's my goal. I really want everyone that comes into contact with me just to really truly feel just loved and feel good. Some other gifts that you can give people are simply just caring for one another, giving them your attention, your affection, love. These are some of the most precious gifts that don't cost you anything. You can do silent giving for someone like a blessing, wishing them happiness, wishing them joy or laughter. Now, isn't this nice? Isn't it making you feel warm and fuzzy inside? Because it's, it's making me. And as my spiritual counselor has taught me that when we wake up, we wake up the 10 generations before us and the 10 generations after us. How amazing is that? That we get to break the cycles, the cycles of generation, and you get to be that one to positively impact the future, to positively get us going on the right trajectory. You get to be that one. So just think about that as you're moving throughout your day, something to be mindful of, something to be conscious of, and continue to remember that your thoughts are so powerful. And you restoring yourself and that restful meditative state just being able to be calm to be stress-free that also positively impacts the community around you as i look back over this um episode i just can't help but wonder just what a beautiful thing it is that As we're all waking up together, as we're all stirring, we're just getting more and more clear. It's just a beautiful thing. And I hope discussing today's topic really helped plant that seed in you. And may you pass it along and plant it in others to help us get closer to that 1%. And I hope maybe you go out on a limb and try some TM if you haven't already. And perhaps you'll join me for the Worldwide Day of Meditation and we can all get together and have a great time and share our feedback on what that experience was like. But regardless, I'll close with uh, one more quote from Maharishi. It is, Power of light is always bigger than the power of darkness. 
So let us go out now and be that light together. Let that light in us always be bigger than the darkness in the world. Thank you so much for joining me today. And for those of you on your own journey, just know that you are not alone. And you can always reach me via Instagram at a journey to ourself. And it is our because we are in this together. So thanks again for listening. I'm Mindfully Meg.